This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Hello, everyone. Now, we're currently recording on July the 27th, 2022, and the most read article for the week is Pret-à-Manger coming to Canada, specifically Vancouver. So I'm quite excited about that. But where would you like to start, Craig? Well, Lee, we're actually turning the tables here today because quite often you ask me questions here on the Retail Insider podcast. However, this week I found out that A&W had opened the first Pret-à-Manger shop in store, I guess you would call it. Lee, given that you recently moved to downtown Vancouver, I said, would you please, out of the goodness of your heart and with a bit of a budget from us, go to Pret-à-Manger and explore and tell us what you think of this experience of Canada's first Pret-à-Manger within an A&W. So uh, definitely looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Oh, Craig, 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 I know exactly what you're thinking when you're saying, oh, I'd like to see your Pret-à-Manger experience. In an A&W, because <laughs> I was confused as well, because when I hear of Pret-a-Manger from Europe, I don't necessarily hop directly over to A&W. That makes sense. No, like it's kind of well where we're at in Canada, right? So, but anyway, backing up the bus a little bit for people who don't know about Pret-a-Manger, it's French for ready to eat. And it's an international sandwich shop franchise that's based out of the UK. Which again, it's another reason to be confused because Pret-a-Manger French and his headquarters in London, right? Mm. Okay, so but going forward from there, they did grow from 1983 to 450 or more locations. And they're not just in the European market anymore. They're in the United States. They're in Hong Kong. They're in mainland China, Singapore, um, Dubai, everywhere, right? So it's it's blossoming around. It's a privately owned company and it's fast casual restaurant at the end of the day, right? So coming to Canada now, which is now in Vancouver, it's on the SkyTrain line that connects the downtown to Richmond and YVR Airport. It's the Canada Line Elevated Station. Marine Drive Station is what it's literally called. It's at the intersection of Camby Street and Marine Drive. And so it was an interesting experience, to say the least. Firstly, though, you know, I was just thinking, talking to even a couple of people, that it's interesting that A&W introduced this within an existing A&W location and didn't actually just open a standalone Pret-a-Manger to test it out with a Canadian market and to give us that full Pret experience. So I don't know. I, I can't say I'm disappointed. I mean, I know that the, um, the franchisor and franchisee worked this out, but but I don't think that we're, you know, getting what we should in terms of, I think a full experience would have been a better test for the brand because I think it's probably going to be a slam dunk. I mean, you look at other markets in the world, uh, Pret-a-Manger has been very successful. So I, I don't think that that would uh, be much question here in Canada, but Lee, tell me what you experienced in terms of this shop and store essentially at an A&W in suburban Vancouver. Yeah. Well, when you walk up to this A&W, it looks like any other A&W because it probably was like any other A&W until this happened, right? So they just literally put the Pret-a-Manger banner vertically down the one side of a window and then, you know, threw up a couple Pret-a-Manger umbrellas outside as well. And and then Bob's your uncle, that's what the exterior looks like. When you walk in, uh, it just literally, again, is all A&W except they went and put an, a Pret-a-Manger 
like freezer fridge kind of thing off to the left. It's not a freezer. It literally is just where they put all their sandwiches, soups and all that kind of stuff that they made offsite, similar to like Tim Hortons. If you want to think about that, like they make their donuts somewhere else, then they shuttle them in. But not to knock Tim Hortons or Pret-a-Manger for that model either, because like even like I go to um, Starbucks and I get the protein uh, like box that actually has like a boiled egg and a couple like fruits and and cut up meat and stuff like that too. And they don't make that in the back of Starbucks either. So it's a model that a lot of people use, but um, like it, so it's literally they it is a restaurant in a restaurant store in a store. I don't know how you want to say it, but. Um, it, it has shelving with all the different like baguette sandwiches and other options that I haven't really seen anywhere else. Like, you know, like like balsamic chicken, avocado sandwiches on brioche with vegan options, curried cauliflower, all that kind of stuff. Right. So it's something that I wouldn't necessarily be walking out with like my deep fried onion rings from A&W, which I have nostalgia around, or let's say a root beer float. And hey, let's pick up a curried cauliflower soup while I'm at it from Pret-a-Manger. It just doesn't necessarily go together. So I can see why there's a little bit of a, a hesitation on how these two married up to be able to do a store in a store like this. But again, it, it is both grab and go. Like this is a fast food chain, right? Like A&W, right? So like this is something that is a fast food, but on a healthier, different spectrum. But again, A&W has like Beyond Beef burgers and stuff. So I can see the confusion, but I also can see why they kind of married together possibly at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. It, it does seem a bit confusing. Again, I, I don't quite know why A&W introduced this concept within an existing location rather than just either converting one over or building a new Pret-a-Manger. Yeah, well, and at the end of the day, like they do have really good food there. Like I bought this baguette um, sandwich, which if you were to buy that in most other places, the baguette would be hard. You'd be like gnawing on it kind of thing. But no, it was like a really nice, easy to eat sandwich that was tasty, um, flavored well. And it had, for me, I had chicken and stuff on it as well. But I also picked up some of the soup that was there that had the curry cauliflower, which is very tasty too. And again, very unusual that I haven't seen before. So at the end, I was happy with it as well. Terrific, terrific. Now, you've been to um, uh, Pret-a-Manger locations overseas, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. I've seen them a lot. Yeah. Tell, me, tell me what you're thinking. What are you expecting for Canada? Because um, we're probably getting some standalone locations here. This is what they're saying. Well, when I take a look at the model of Pret-a-Manger in Europe, it's they have two kind of main lo- types of locations. Like in, let's say, more transient through fairs, like let's say um, Toronto Eaton Centre would be a, a, a you know main tra- transit hub that would have a lot of volume going through. But on the other side, they also have them in like walking about um, streets and stuff like that, right? So it it, it has um, a larger format. So if they have standalone opening up in Canada, I would anticipate a much wider selection because right now the shop in a shop that's in A&W right now just literally has like, you know, four shelves times two with like, you know, four different kinds of baguette sandwiches, four different kinds of regular sandwiches it would just be expanding upon that, right? So I wouldn't see any difference to that and I would be looking forward to it and I don't see how this could not be successful because of the past, at least brand recognition that happened in Europe. I wonder if we'll see any um, competitors or even smaller uh, businesses try to uh, uh, you know, beat Predit its own game. There are certainly some concepts out there. They could be independents and, and local chains that do offer uh, a bit of a similar uh, food and beverage uh, situation to what we'd see at a Pret-a-Manger, the prepared sandwiches, uh, 
various other items. Of course, coffee. Uh, we've got local homegrown places here. It'll be interesting to see how Pret-a-Manger does in, in comparison to some of our local businesses. Well, I know some of the local Vancouver businesses are doing okay, but it's also a tough tough crowd because like there's a, a company called Schmack, oh. which is S-M-A-K, which uh, is gluten-free and they closed up their doors um, pretty much at the beginning of COVID, um, never to open again, it seems. So like it's, there's a lot of people elbowing for this kind of traffic, but like you take a look at just hopping over to Calgary, for example, Sentara Marketplace, that food hall has all kinds of takeaway things as well as their sit down options. So coming back to Vancouver, the luxury spectrum also has, let's say, La Durée that has like a boxed kind of picnic lunch that you can then go obviously to the picnic park. But also you can take it into the office or something that that you can eat down the road too. So there's a lot of companies that are vying for this space already. But what this company has is the Pret-a-Manger brand recognition that's behind it from that European look and feel. Um, Lauderay may not be as big of a brand recognition just because of the luxury spin on it. Um, Very high quality food, don't get me wrong, but... Pret-a-Manger is in the transit hubs, in the um, like walk through streets, the communities and stuff, right? So that uh, wholesome food and brand recognition there could, could be a good thing for them. Oh, very interesting. Now, um, we saw some news reports coming out this week about, uh, uh, you know, we did the report on uh, Vancouver, uh, sent you over and you did photos. We sent you back to try some of the food just to try the experience a little bit. Now they're saying it's coming to Toronto. So we saw Curiosity and BlogTO putting out stories about this. Uh, this will be, however, within an A&W. Um, this was not made clear in these publications. Uh, I spoke to someone that's familiar with the situation with A&W. They're not directly with the company, but are familiar with what's going on. And it looks like uh, um, you know, the franchise agreement uh, does involve quite potentially having standalone locations. I, I think we are going to see this happen, but this is also a pilot where Pret-a-Manger is going to be tested within A&W locations. Uh, so it's, it's interesting. I think it's a little bit confusing. I, I don't know. I mean, when a business or brand comes into a country and introduces itself, uh, I don't know if it should do it in a half-assed fashion. Uh, not to say that what A&W is doing is half-assed, but it sort of is in terms of... Uh, uh, you know, introducing a Pret-a-Manger within an existing location and not giving that full experience. Well, and to be quite honest, like I do not go to fast food restaurants very much at all. And the only time that I have, especially with a lot of the different moving and, you know, different travels that I've been doing, the only fast food place in Canada that I've gone is A&W because of their Beyond Beef um, burger that they have. Um, Wendy's doesn't have a similar offering. Um, McDonald's doesn't have a similar offering. So for me, like it's, Interesting that Pret-a-Manger, which I very much enjoy their food, has now shown up in an AW, which is the only other fast food restaurant that I've been to because of the positive plant-based offerings that are coming from the AW menu. So um, like I don't know if it's really that that odd of a pairing when you kind of look at it, because oddly I've been in in both, but not any of the other fast food retailers as well. So, hmm. you know, hey. Very, very interesting. Well, we might be setting foot into more A&Ws if we see more Pret-a-Manger locations opening within them. Well, I don't necessarily see the customer that would come into one of these um, Pret-a-Manger A&Ws as being cannibalizing one or the other's customer base because the person who's going to be coming in for the deep fried onion ring is not going to be getting the vegan curried cauliflower from Pret-a-Manger at the same time. Maybe no judgment, but at the end of the day, it's, it's typically a different kind of customer base, right? 
But um, a great for Pret-a-Manger coming in, just testing the waters because it's a very low effort for the people just to ring in the Pret-a-Manger pre-made somewhere else at the A&W Till. So try it out. And I'm hoping that they then open up their standalone. And again, it makes sense that they're trying it out on the, the transit hub like they would in other cities. So I'm fingers crossed looking forward to the full like Pret-a-Manger yeah, yeah. experience here in Vancouver and other words. Yeah. Oh, this is fascinating. I mean, yeah. and, and I hope we do see standalone Pret-a-Manger locations in Canada. And I hope that this pilot is successful because it's always great to have uh, new options for food. I mean, again, this is a competitor against uh, some of the local homegrown uh, chains as well as uh, independents, uh, which we must, you know, it's, I think it's still really important to shop local and to support local small businesses. I think that's a really important thing. But we certainly do at Retail Insider here also report on uh, major international brands that are coming into the market as well. And uh, we do celebrate that or at least get excited about it. Uh, but, you know, homegrown uh, companies are successful as well. And at one time, Pret-a-Manger was a small business too. So uh, I think founded in 1986 in London. Uh, now it's, uh, of course, much bigger, has uh, hundreds of locations globally. Well, and thanks for going through. That's pretty much a wrap of my experience at Pret-a-Manger at a here in Vancouver, Craig. So um, again, thanks for going through this popular article that we had for this week and uh, chat with you next week. Thank you so much, Lee, for going to Pret-a-Manger and giving us a bit of a background on your experience. And also thank you so much, everyone here for listening to the podcast today. I'm Craig Patterson. I'm the founder and co-editor in chief of Retail Insider, as well as publisher of Retail Insider, the magazine. Thanks for listening and take care, everyone. Bye for now. 